Hello and welcome to GPTV on the most beautiful Tuesday, the 25th of August in the year 2020. My name is Philip Kingston. And I'm Gary Peer. And Gary, a bit of a shout out to my parents who are celebrating their wedding anniversary today, Gary. Um, and I'm just trying to think how long they're going to, they're, they will have been married. I'm, I'm assuming this could be their, look, it's either their 59th or their 60th wedding anniversary. There you go. Do you, do you know, I'm sure there's some, there's a golden jubilee and there's silver and there's, I don't know, platinum and there's all, all sorts of different ratings, isn't there? For when you well, I, I, I reckon if it's 50, regardless of Gary, whether it's 59 or 60, I reckon you can have whatever you want after that many years of marriage. Absolutely. That's a long time. Rem, rem, remarkably, Gary, they still seem pretty happy. So shout out to mum and dad. Um, uh, I will get to the bottom of whether it's 59 or 60, but it's a massive innings. Well, congratulations to David and Pauline Kingston on the occasion of their uh, very, very happy anniversary, wedding anniversary. And Phil, uh, let's get into property because it's happened. Uh, history has been made. The first ever Zoom auction, uh, online auction at Gary Peer Associates in 36 years of business. I think it's been that long, hasn't it, Phil? Uh, isn't that extraordinary? It's happened and bang, off it went. Well, we've jumped into the 22nd century, Gary. We finally pulled all technological stops out and decided let's just zoom it on up. Uh, and we've been resisting them, Gary, because uh, ultimately we are expert negotiators. And uh, I think that the lack of options has really intensified the difference between great negotiators and ordinary negotiators, uh, because we've been selling a lot of our, in fact, all of our auctions prior to auction through intense negotiations, involving, invo generally involving many team members of our organisation. But this one was an unusual one, Gary. Uh, because there was a specific reason of which I will not go into uh, uh, in, on GPTV, but there was a specific reason why this one actually had to have a public auction. So uh, we uh, brought it to the head on Thursday, Gary, and it, uh, it's really, um, we've, set, we've, 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 we've set a new standard in many things that we do, Gary, but this was our first Zoom auction, and without question, it was an excellent auction, if I don't mind saying so myself. But not only was it our first Zoom auction, Gary, but it is the first auction I've done in my underpants. Yeah, look, I think I think there was probably a few people that switched off um, on the Zoom that were possibly otherwise going to be engaged. So, uh, you know, we've opened this auction. It's a celebratory time for the company. It's new ground being broken, Phil. And, uh, of course, you've got a, a screen of, you know, lovely, hopeful people looking to buy their, their, their dream home, feeling very positive about it. And, of course, then you've popped up and said, oh, this is the first auction I'm doing in my underpants. I don't think that actually excited and stimulated bidding. In fact, I think a few people might have tuned out altogether. So I just want to apologise to the vendor in the event that that has actually happened, Phil. But, um, well, that, that, yeah. that, that post went on Facebook, Gary, and um, there were a number of comments on my Facebook feed which said, I cannot unhear that comment. Yeah, and you can't unsee what we're going to show, Phil, because here's an image of you right now. We're going to put it up on the screen. Oh, there you are. Here's an image of him sitting, uh, I don't know what you're sitting on. It looks like a milk crate or something. Things got tough in Armadale, clearly, but sitting on some chair or milk crate uh, in his undies. Uh, I've got to say from the viewer uh, of looking at Zoom, it looked very professional. There you were with your tie on like you are now. Don't, please don't drop the camera down now either, Phil, because I'm worried. You know, you, you really just have shown, Gary, what a peasant you are because you've described my 
iconic chair, the Eames chair, probably the most iconic chair of the 20th century, and you've described it as a milk crate. Well, you know what, Phil, if you think that's in bad taste, uh, I can tell you now, it wasn't nowhere near as, as bad taste as what some of those poor buyers had to endure, considering while they're bidding for their dream home that the auctioneer is, uh, you know, not looking so good below the bill. Anyway, look, uh, to your credit and to the credit of Darren Krongold and Nikki Janova and Daniel Fisher and the team that were involved, uh, what a great auction, Phil. Uh, this was, 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 was fun. It was engaging. People were bidding. It was competitive. And, of course, sold for, I think, something like $100,000 over the reserve, which was kind of a bit higher than we expected, given to us on the day, um, like well over the range. What a great auction. Uh, looks like you might be doing some more underpants auctions, Phil. Gary, um, I got a, also on social media, I got a message from my tailor, Tom Walsh, um, who is well known to those that like fashion and, and a seriously good tailor. Uh, and he sent me a message saying, please, Philip, do never, ever do another no pants auction just in your shirt and tie. He said his entire business model is uh, revolves around selling people sh sh pants and jackets. And I was wearing neither. So yes, poor I Tom has probably had to sell his house now and look, <laughs> and look for a job. And Phil, what about who sells your shoes? Because the pants is just where it starts. And when the people, you know, Phil, uh, one thing I've got to give you credit for is your shoes are phenomenally shiny and, and magnificent, and I dare say possibly expensive. You're not looking for the sales that I am with shoes. But um, again, no shoes. Uh, or did you wear shoes? Because it could be- No, I, I wore runners just, just I mean, because I didn't right. want people to think that I was wearing nothing underneath my yeah. shirt and tie. Anyway, it was a lot of fun, Gary. And um, look, it, it worked for so many reasons, that auction. Uh, we had, uh, I think it was 10 or 11 registered bidders. Um, we had four people actually put up their hand. Um, interestingly, from an auctioneer's point of view, Gary, and you're a very, very good, very uh, well-known auctioneer, but you just haven't had the chance yet to do one like I've done. So what did I learn from it? Um, you've got to adapt your style and technique. Um, you've kind of got to drop the energy level down to get people involved before you take it up. Um, it's almost like we were, it was much more conversational. That's what I found about it. It was more conversational where um, you were really having one-on-one -on -one conversations with the buyers in full transparent mode because the other buyers could see and hear what you were saying to them. But it was interesting because as you saw by that piece of footage we put up, I was in a seating position and it was really more about having this kind of intense conversation uh, that you don't have at an auction. So we were able to bring, I think, our Gary Peer brand of auction, which is, which is intimate and fun and entertaining. And I think we were both a bit concerned about, will we lose all of our personality by doing an online auction? Interestingly, we chose to use the Zoom um, approach to auctioning. We've looked at all of the other platforms and there are some, there's probably three or four really good auction platforms in Melbourne. Um, but what I didn't like when I investigated those were there was no transparency where buyers weren't seeing other buyers. Uh, it was more about an auctioneer just standing in front of a camera, almost yelling at the screen. So I, I, I really liked that whole Zoom approach, not to say we won't use another platform at some point, but I think Zoom works well. And the feedback that I got from a couple of the buyers after I rang them to, to get their thoughts was they loved the transparency of seeing the other people bidding or not uh, on the screen.
Uh, Phil, I think we'll show an image of that. Uh, we'll show because it was recorded. So we'll show a Zoom image, but we'll blank out some of the faces, Phil, because I don't think the buyers will want to be seen. But at least you've got a picture of what it looked like uh, with you running the auction. Um, you know, interesting to have the chat line as well because that was kind of a little bit of a different dimension is that there were people, uh, because the bids were being recorded through the chat line, so people could see exactly what the bids were. Uh, there was also some commentary. I had a bit of fun throwing in some commentary, spurring on some bidding while you were spruiking. So uh, that was something different and something fun. Uh, I, love, I, I love that too. And by the way, Gary, I think the thing that I was happiest most about and viewers that have been to a lot of our auctions where you're there as well, where I'm doing the auction, one of the things that I was fearful of with this new style was that I wasn't able to bag you publicly, but uh, I still managed to be able to do that. And uh, you were sending in these SMSs that all of the people could see. And it really did add a, a, a gorgeous new dimension because uh, we were, you and I were able to banter um, and the buyers could all see the banter. So I, I thought what you did there was fantastic. And we've also talked about a few things which we won't release on this show because we know a lot of our competitors watch it. Um, but our next Zoom auction, I think, will be an absolute, uh, it'll, be, it'll be a hot ticket in town to get into that. No question. Uh, and this one, we kept our, even our team out of this one because we didn't want too many agents dominating the screen, but uh, we had enough there to, 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 to serve what they needed to do to make sure it went well. But well done, Phil. Uh, a little bit of history. Congratulations to the vendors who were delighted and well done to the buyers who found a way to buy in a kind of, I won't say normal, but you know, in an auction situation, it was good fun. Uh, at, the risk, at the risk of uh, get, getting the auction police to jump in on us, Gary, um, a shout out to the buyer, Dan, who, um, who, was, who was a really lovely guy and I actually rang him up after the auction just to say congratulations. But Dan, um, nice looking guy, and on top of it had this great speaking voice, yes. uh, and he got and he got into it. But part of the reason that he got into it, Gary, is from start to finish, there he was just downing Czechoslovakian pilsners, uh, and we had this banter going on about that. But this guy just knocked back a few icy cold ones, Gary, during the auction. And why not? And it certainly didn't affect his uh, decision making, which is the most important thing, of course. Uh, but well done to Dan, and well done to. Uh, to, to the vendor and, and, and thanks to the other buyers. We will find you something else and do our best. Uh, Phil, talking about the big screen, uh, you know, I've got a bit of action now in our home where some of those real estate shows from America are being watched. Now, I don't know whether you ever watch those. There's one at the moment. Uh, Selling you know, LA and Selling New York. LA. There's one with all these, it's in LA with all these beautiful, incredibly beautiful, magnificent women and beautifully dressed men. And, uh, you know, these women look like they've walked straight off the catwalk from a Victoria Secrets model. Of course, I've got that playing. And of course, they're doing deals that don't seem, they seem a little bit staged, may I say. But I did see the other day one of the Altman brothers, who we know from that, dressed up in as a knight, selling a home of that sort of era, of that sort of oh. era. And I thought... Is that something that we would maybe do? Start to dress according to the property. So if it's a 70s home, you could wear something, you know, 70s. You could be something groovy. If it was something from an old era, dress up in that kind of nice slash, you know, English uh, style. Is that something that maybe we consider doing, Philip? I, I think oh. one of the things that COVID has taught us is that, um, you know, we just have to relook at everything that we do and uh, be far more open-minded. Um, at the risk of, of dropping a, a swear word on GPTV, Gary, I described, I, I've, 
I've um, discovered a whole lot of things through COVID and, and, and it's, I think it's been the most incredible time from a business point of view for us to review so many of the things that we do. But somebody said, well, how would you describe this time, Gary? And I, I've described this time as an absolute gift wrapped in shit. Very eloquently said, Phil. You could just say appalling wrapped gift, but that's okay. You've taken it one step further. No, no, but if you think about what I've said, and I won't say it yeah. again, um, you know, really, if you think about some of the things that we've achieved during lockdown and some of the things that we, that we will do moving forward, I think it's opened our mind, as it's probably opened up most businesses' mind, to the fact that uh, there's a whole new way of doing things. Even some of the things like, and, and, you know, full credit to you for this, because you've been running hard on making sure that we've and maintained contact with all of our team. And one of the ways you've done that, and I'm just telling you something you know, but it's for the viewers, um, you've lined up... You've lined up a whole list of speakers um, and we've, we've been able to interact. So we've had sometimes up to 100 people on Zoom listening to a speaker. Uh, uh, and one of those speakers has, has been speaking from LA um, and, here, you know, these are the sort of things that I think we'll just do in the future where, you know, some of our sales meetings will be virtual sales meetings so that we can link up with people on all different parts of the planet. So power to you for doing that. But uh, as I say, this lockdown has really opened our minds to what we can do in business. And I, I think we're going to come out of this, Gary, a far better business. Well, we certainly want to keep our people engaged. That's very important and uh, keep them engaged and positive and uh... There's no question our people have been active. They've been selling, which was good. Uh, by the way, it was great to have Leah on last week. I think we're probably overdue in this session to just thank her again uh, for her great session. There's been some terrific stuff. It's been running on social media, um, and that's been a, a, an interesting work in progress for the RIV to understand what can and can't be done. Uh, Philip, other than selling Fuller Street and nine Fuller Street sold for $1,752,520, which was the final bid from young Dan, uh, we've sold a few other properties as well, Phil. We've sold something in Walnut Street in Carnegie. Uh, well done to David Thompson, sold that. Uh, it's not undisclosed, Philip. It's $260,000. Uh, how about this project in Westbury Street, Philip? Uh, number 105 Westbury Street. Julian Millman, together with the um, the off, off the plan uh, team. Uh, our project marketing division, okay, so yeah. our project marketing division, uh, which includes Julian Millman, Rafi Joffe, Jacob Kingston and Lisa Alberts. Uh, Phil and all of our other team, of course, providing their buyers as, uh, as we often do. Uh, that was a great result as well. Sold that project out, 105 Whisper Street. If we've got the images of that, we'll put it up there, Phil. Yeah, Gary, what a great result. That was 100% sold before um, construction's finished. Uh, construction will be finishing on that in about, uh, I'd probably say about two or three months' time will be settlement there. But well done to the team there. And, and that project was led by Julian Millman and just did the most fantastic job. And mainly owner-occupiers there as well, Gary, uh, as we've been saying for a long time, anything walking distance to Carlisle Street has got to be a buy and that project really shows that people are taking our advice. Absolutely, Phil. That one, last one there was sold. I think it was uh, sold for $510,000 there, Phil. Uh, Goulet Street as well. Do you, like, do you like what I'm drinking at the moment? Can you see that, Gary, in screen at the moment? A little. Uh, what is in there? It looks like potato. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting fresh ginger from Toscano's, although you can buy fresh ginger anywhere. But I'm buying fresh ginger. I'm slicing it up. 
uh, and just pouring hot water over it. And it's very healthy, Gary, very good for the complexion and very good for as an anti-inflammation uh, drink. I understand you ran a trolley into my wife's uh, side or rear end uh, at, uh, in, in Toscana. Is there any truth to that rumour? Well, it may well be. Um, Hunter likes to, do the likes to do the Friday afternoon shop at yep. Toscano's where I saw her and did run the trolley into her. Uh, yeah. But she does what I do, Gary, which is a little bit of a, a Toscano's, then Stocked. Shout out to the owners of Stocked. What a great deli. Uh, and also Bouchier, uh, Bouchier Butchers, who are also clients of ours, Gary, uh, and some of the best meat and uh, some of the priciest cuts, I don't mind saying either. And some, but, of, the, and some well, of the best uh, tahini for Tahini Neri, which I don't mind giving a plug on the show, Tahini Neri, uh, which is a fantastic new tahini to hit the market, Philip. Uh, somebody associated with our family and company is making that, and that's a good product, Phil. Uh, if you haven't had that, it's about time you tried it. It is a very good product, Gary, and it is, uh, that product is stocked at top, at, at um, stocked, and also, I believe, just uh, been released in either Coles or Woolworth supermarkets. Yes, it's uh, out there everywhere, Phil, and very particularly yummy. Uh, so why, why don't you, Gary, get some product, and we'll give away uh, some of that product on GPTV. I'm happy to do that, Phil. Why not? Uh, Phil, 9 at 19 Goulet Street was the last apartment sold in that building. Uh, all gone now. Uh, that was, that's been a great success. We've been selling them one at a time. Popular auctions. Uh, I've done a number of uh, Sunday morning auctions there, Phil. I'm going to miss that block, but what a great block. Congratulations. Well, great. Price. Shout out to Sally Zellman, Darren Krongold and their team, Daniel Fisher and Adan Gutman, and obviously held together by Elisa Schillett. Uh, but you, they basically, you worked through, with them auctioning the entire building, one apartment at a time. Uh, and that was a really popular development. As, by the way, viewers, we love that spot bounded by the, if we, if we looked at a block, Gary, and said Hotham Street, um, Glenara Road, Carlisle Street to the highway, if you look yeah. at that block, uh, anything in that block is a buy. Balaclava, love it there, Phil, and uh, isn't it just at the doorstep of everything? Really Balaclava and almost and part of Rip and Lee, so two of no. Melbourne's tiniest little suburbs. The Groove. Uh, by the way, you can get takeaway at Attica at the moment too, which is one of the uh, one of the world's best restaurants. So I'm planning on doing that. I haven't worked out the technology and how to order it. You have to order it a week in advance. A bit complicated for somebody as simple as me, but uh, very, very uh, much on the agenda to do that before this stage four lockdown closes. Phil, last sale, 23 Salisbury Street in Caulfield North. Uh, a brand new townhouse, well done to Joel Sir. Great looking building, beautiful property. Uh, shout out to the, shout out to the developers there, Gary. They've done the most incredible job by taking a, a parcel of land in what I consider to be just one an unbeatable position. They put three beautiful townhouses on this, designed by uh, Justin Architecture. Uh, but the developer and the architect work very closely to produce three beautiful homes. Uh, not only are they stunning to look at, but the fit out inside is incredible. Now, viewers, there are two left there. I think we'll be putting one to auction and the developer might actually keep one. But, you know, three bedrooms, two and a half bathrooms, big entertaining areas, brand new lock-up garage. And you can walk out your front door, walk to Caulfield Park, do the lap, stop at a 50 on the way back for a coffee uh, and bring your partner a coffee home all within a circle of where you live. You can walk across the road to our new residential collection centre, Phil. Or if you walk down Salisbury Street to the back of Caulfield North Primary, I think it's 
not called Crawford or Primary, but was in my day. Walk down uh, there, and then before you know it, there's a little lane, walk through, and Phil, you're going to find yourself in Sebastopol Street, which happens to be the uh, location of our property of the week. Uh, what a magnificent... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to talk to you about that Sebastopol Street and Sebastopol Project at the moment, Gary, but I'm just going to take you up on what you just said. Um, viewers, I don't think there is any place for any of our viewers to be walking around the primary school and down lanes. Uh, that's just not something that we recommend. That's, uh, that's creepy GPT viewing stuff, Gary. So, no, just get in the car and drive there, even though you could walk there very easily. But Sebastopol Street, Gary, is an incredible project. It's called Sebastopol. Sebastopol. It's on the corner of Sebastopol and Kuyong Road. Uh, and a shout out to the developers, which are the Meraki brothers, who are the most incredible people. They've been, they've been building and developing some of Melbourne's best projects. Literally, I reckon they've been going for doing this for 30 or 40 years, Gary. Uh, they are a dynamic pair. They've used the best architects, the best interior designers, the best builders to, to produce apartments that are better than five star. Uh, the quality there is, is good, if not better, of anything that you'll see in Turak or Brighton. Uh, and the prices are much less than what you'd pay in those suburbs. Um, beautiful apartments. We've had a good run of selling them. There are some very good apartments still left. Uh, they're priced from a million dollars and upwards. Uh, but that's, a, that's an incredible project. If you're interested in having a look through, um, just get in touch with Rafi Joffe, who has just loved being involved there. So beautiful project. Uh, and once that project has sold out, Gary, it will be a project that people look back on saying, should have, could have, would have bought there. Why didn't I? No question about it, Philip. Those uh, Moroccans have built themselves a great reputation as quality developers, and uh, there's no there's no question that their product is always first class, and none more so than the Sebastopol residents, Philip. So again, I've uh, got some information there on the screen, but call Rafi to get through uh, because he'd be happy to take you there. Uh, Phil, you know there's a lockdown in, in Melbourne. It's a lockdown stage four, but I tell you what, there's lots going on for a lockdown period. There's properties being listed. There's properties being sold. If you're wanting to list and sell this year, Phil, you need to really get moving because once this lockdown finishes in a couple of weeks, it's going to be a frenzy out there of people to find a time, find an auctioneer if you want to auction, uh, get your marketing together. It's going to be a crazy busy time. How do you see the rest of this year panning out? Over to you, Philip. Oh, thank you, Gary. Um, so here's my prediction. We, there's always... We, we look at the holiday calendar when we're scheduling auctions. We look at school holidays. We look at certain religious holidays. We look at horses holidays, you know, Melbourne Cup. Um, and and uh, they create fairly large obstacles in the real estate calendar. So my prediction firstly for the rest of this year is real estate agents and the, and the general public will be expecting us to work through all of those. Um, so I, I think, and, and also I think that we'll be working right through December and working right through January. I think we'll have a much bigger December, January than we all, always has, just as we try to pick up time. But my prediction about the market, Gary, I think the market is really solid. And I know there's a lot being written about and there's a lot of talk about the market falling. I just don't see it. Uh, in, in real terms, I'm seeing just about everything that we put to the market being sold at the price that we thought we would get for it. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen one sale go through our office where I look at it and go, gee, that looks a bit light. Um, so I, I think that I'm not about to predict the market's going to go up. 
but I certainly am predicting, I, I don't see any price falls. I don't see any pricing pressure. There will be less stock on the market. That's a, that's a given. Um, so I think that one of the things that I'm saying to all of my buyers, particularly the second home buyers and the third home buyers, I'm saying that it's hard to find a good house in any market. So if something comes up today, tomorrow, don't be shy to have a good go at it because it might be years before it comes up again or something like it. And, and I think that there's a whole lot of buyers out there that have taken the same thing. I also, sorry to, to talk so long, but here's another prediction, Garrett. I think that there will be a lot of people that will be wanting to trade their home as a result of lockdown. Uh, because it's either too small or it, it, it didn't have the facilities they want. Um, my prediction moving forward, I think that as much as we are a cafe society, I think people are going to be much more open to spending more time at home moving forward. And I think there'll be a lot more entertaining happening at home. Uh, Phil, I think according to Domain, they've looked at some keywords that people have been looking online. I think study and um, uh, you know, has been 600% more sought uh, from buyers. So if you've got a study in your home um, or if you've got an area that's a study, your home may have gone up uh, and certainly uh, that's what people are looking for now. It, it, a study much like the one I'm sitting in, even though I've got the office in front of me in the image. Uh, but there's no question at all, Phil, that uh, we are going to see people moving. Uh, people who are utilising their homes and enjoyed them may say, well, I want something different or better or just uh, lesser even, I don't need all this space. So it is gonna be a huge, uh, an interesting time. It's been an unusual time, but uh, like you, feeling very positive about the market ahead and it feels like we're gonna have some, some strong results through for the rest of the year, Phil. But look, we've gone on a bit too long, Phil. This is a very long meeting now. Um, a show about nothing has turned into a show about something, hasn't it? Because- um, oh, just finally, we've got some, finally, we've got some real content, Gary. Well, it's about time, isn't it, Phil? Uh, I think um, there's, a, look, there's a bit more to go through. But I want to save it for next week, Phil, uh, because there's so much going on out there. But if you're wanting to list, you're wanting to sell, you're wanting to rent something out, um, by all means, come and have a chat to us. We're finding our way through. Not much longer to go before stage four is over. Thank goodness the numbers are down. It's very sad, of course, to see the deaths. But uh, hopefully, uh, I think we are on the improve, getting on top of this COVID situation, Philip, and getting on top of the property game. We're starting to get the hang of this real estate thing, I'm thinking. It feels that way. Uh, anyway, we'll look forward to bringing you all the news next week. Phil, I'm Gary Pia. I'm Philip Kingston. Have a fabulous week. Thanks for watching. Bye for now.